You know, I believe that anyone can make a positive difference in the world, great and small. I see it every day. And you don't have to be a celebrity or billionaire to do it. All you really need is the desire to use your unique gifts, talents, and passions, and then to simply begin. Hi, I'm Linda Mackey, and welcome to The Eloquent Entrepreneur, a place where I have conversations with everyday changemakers just like you. Join us and hear inspiring stories, hard-won wisdom, and discover practical tools to help you accelerate your impact. So whatever you're doing right now, listen in and prepare to be inspired. All right. Okay. Okay. So I'm here with my dear friend and client, Carmel Ecker. She is joining us on the Alex Entrepreneur. Okay. Here, let me start again. <laughs> I screwed that up. Plus, I got to get comfortable. Okay, here we go. Actually, I'm going to make my screen a little bit bigger so I can see you better. There we go. Okay, that feels better. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm here with my dear friend, Carmel Ecker. He is a friend and a client, and he's joining us today on the Eloquent Entrepreneur Conversations with Everyday Change Makers. And she is definitely one of those. I've gotten to know uh, Carmel, I guess it's been a few years now that we've we met, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we met through, um, I believe, the eWomen Network, and yeah, we've been friends since day one, I think, and um, we got to do some amazing photos, and we've had so, so many amazing times and conversations, and I really wanted to get you on the show because you've had an interesting career so far. Um, you are now... Um, you are a single parent, but you're on a mission now in your business to empower other single parents to live a life without limits. And I'm really excited for you to share what that means and what you do and everything. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and how you feel you're making an impact in your community. Okay. Ooh, that's a lot of questions all the, right, right at the get-go. <laughs> uh, so who I am. Yes, I've had a, you know, an, a, an interesting journey. Um, it didn't start out that inter interesting. I went to university and I decided I was going to follow um, writing because I really enjoyed English. I enjoyed writing. I enjoyed reading all things on there. So I thought, okay, hey, I'll go and I'll, um, I'll be a writer I'll, and then I'll be an editor and that'll be great. Um, and so I started following that path and uh, did become a writer. Um, I worked at a small community newspaper for a number of years and ended up training on the job to be a graphic designer, which was really fun. I happened to work at the military newspaper here in Victoria. And so I, being a reporter, there was a really cool job. I got to go out on every class of ship that we had. I got to go up in a Sea King when they were still, still oh, part wow, of our, okay. our air I didn't fleet. know that. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been out on American Minesweeper. I've been out on aircraft carrier. So it was a it was a really cool job. Um, but I also found that it just wasn't really it wasn't really fulfilling. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and I did meet my husband, my now ex husband. <laughs> yeah. Um, in that job, so I I got my son out of the deal. So that's that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And some really yeah. powerful. <laughs> Yeah. And some really powerful life lessons. And um, becoming a single parent is actually what spurred me in, on this personal growth journey. 
because it really made me stop and check, okay, what am I what am I doing with my life? What is this path that I've been following? And is it the path that I really want? Um, I, I was just kind of caught in this place of, have I been following my path or I've been following like the socially acceptable path? And, right. yeah. and what I determined was that, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that I've really chosen my path yet. So I did, I started doing a lot of personal development work, which I've continued and do continue to do now. Um, yeah. yeah, part of being a coach is actually continuing to be coached. Um, yeah. and, uh, well, it never I, ends really, does it? <laughs> it never ends, no. Mm -hmm. um, and so then I, I decided to actually become a coach and I signed up for training um, with the Coactive Training Institute. And um, as part of deciding what I was going because it's a broad, like when you become a, a coach, there's so many ways you can coach people. Um, you can coach them in their career. You can coach, you can be a general life coach. You can coach them. There's transformational coaches. Like it's like, there's yeah. just oh, unlimited so options. Many. <laughs> it gets confusing mm -hmm. and overwhelming, I think. <laughs> yeah. And so I looked at my own experience and I said, well, you know what, as a single parent, I went from that place of struggling and feeling like, oh, God, like what now? And, and through coaching got to a place of um, feeling like I'm thriving. Um, you know, is, is life perfect? No, but I don't think it ever is. Um, but I'm on a very fulfilling journey. And I decided I would really like to give that gift to other single parents um, of, you know, figuring out what now? <laughs> where to right. now? Where, you know, where do I want to direct my energy at this point in my life and get them um, not so focused on the struggle that they have of being a single parent, but um, looking up and looking to the future, looking more to the future, right? Yeah. What do I want yeah. to create for myself beyond, you know, what's going on right now? Right. So looking more for solutions versus, okay, what, what are my problems and how am I going to overcome them? Yeah, <laughs> Which I think yeah. is, yeah, it sounds like a way more positive um, that I think anyone, even if you're not a single parent, you could use that kind of shift in mindset to, you know, look at how ways to thrive versus, okay, well, what are the problems? Like, you know what I mean? Like focusing, uh, shifting the focus a bit there. Yeah. So, shifting the focus. And, and I think the important thing is you're shifting the focus to self. Right. right. Um, you're not so focused on um, one of the things we talk about is coach the person, not the problem. Right. So I'm not necessarily here to help anyone solve a specific problem in their life. We're there to look at, OK, so what are the conditions that have caused this this problem to arise? And what do you need to be? Uh, who do you need to become in order to deal with that challenge and all the challenges that come after it? So it's a very. Um, transformational process. It's focused more inward than externally. Right. Yeah. No, that makes more sense because the more fulfilled we are as people, then the more we can give and do and be basically in yes. our lives. So yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> yeah. um, so really your, your switch to from your previous career as a graphic designer to coach was really born out of your own situation, your own personal um, I guess in you know struggles being a single mom, a newly single mom, and and um, small business owner, 
right? Because you have to deal with all that as well. So um, yeah, and I've watched you through this whole process. So, and you've actually done some work for me as a graphic designer as well, which I forgot to mention, but um, you know, I've, I've, sort of, I've obviously been watching you over the last few years and just seeing every stage, um, you know, of your, of your journey and it's been really inspiring. So, um, so was there anything like, I know you've talked about your story, um, you know, there's other elements I think in there as well, cause you're an avid mountain biker. Um, you have, a, I think you have a lot of inspiration because this is really what I think this show is about is really, you know, how can we inspire people to, um, cause when we, when we become entrepreneurs or change makers or, or you know, business owners who want to make a difference, it's usually out of like in your situation, it's born out of a struggle or a challenge that we've had, or it's for other inspirational reasons. Like, you know, I'm inspired by nature. I'm inspired by, you know, my kids because I want to make a better world for them. Was there anything to add to your story that really inspires you to keep doing, to do this work and keep doing it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm glad that you bring that up. Cause one of the reasons that I do what I do is because I have a son and yeah. I want him to see that he can create whatever he wants to in the world. And I think this is a, this is actually a really big driver for my business. It's not so much about, you know, making the business as, as successful as possible. Like lots of people talk about six figures and, you know, um, hitting a million dollars and that's all really lovely. Um, yeah. And if I hit those fantastic, like I will be excited oh, yeah. because it means I'm making huge impact in the world. If I'm making that much money, I am touching so many people, um, you know, COVID, COVID friendly, <laughs> in a COVID friendly yeah. way, <laughs> um, you know, like that, that just fills my heart. Um, but I really, you know, I grew up in a family where, I, well, and I don't quite know that it was my family, but I made up a story in my head when I was a kid that people in my family are not entrepreneurs. I can't be an entrepreneur like this. There is this, I get a job, you know, the, the typical path, you get a job, you um, find a spouse, you buy a house, you have a kid yeah. and you live happily ever after, right? These, you follow the trajectory. And so that was the path that I thought I needed to follow. And yeah. I didn't think that I could do anything else. Like I, I didn't think, I literally did not think I could be successful on my own. And mm -hmm. I'm, I, yeah. you know, it's a little embarrassing to say that because I come from a family of strong women. Mm -hmm. So where did that story come from? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I think it's in the collective consciousness, to, um, to be honest. I mean, I kind of felt like that too. Like I just had this vision of, you know, this is what I'm going to do at each stage, like 20, when I'm in my twenties, I'm going to do this and my thirties, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get married, you know, and have kids and, you know, um, yeah, I think it's, it's not uncommon. I don't think. And you probably found that in your practice so far. Yeah. And, yeah. Is that the same for women or sorry, is that the same for men as well? Do you think, or it's probably more so for women? Um, I, I suspect that it's different for men. I mean, I'm not an expert in the, you know, how men and women view, yeah. you know, success <laughs> in the world and what they're supposed to do and all that. But, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's something that, but I think there is this, uh, sense in society that you're supposed to partner up 
um, and, and forge forward, you know, in this powerful partnership and it should be forever. And, you know, and, and that yeah. doesn't actually work for a lot of people and it's not even necessary. Right. Yeah. And nor does having kids. I mean, there's this idea that, you know, just because you're a fertile woman that you have to have kids or, you know, whatever. Um, I don't yeah. know. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I mean, I, I know several, a lot of couples that have chosen not to have kids. So that's another thing that you don't have to, or even have a partner. You can live your life soul, uh, solely, you know, on your own um, and just be on your own. So, <laughs> but that's the thing, right? We all have this kind of pre-written ideas in our heads for some reason they've been planted there and um so that's that's the the challenge is to sort of like we as you've I've heard you say we need to rewrite our story um yes. to what we want it to be so I love yeah. that and it and it's so true we do need to rewrite our story we need to and and I would love to see people young younger and younger people evaluating what are the stories in their head and what if it is actually true and what of it do they want to say uh you know what i don't i don't believe that i'm going to choose not to believe that because it doesn't serve the future that i want for myself right yeah and that's very powerful in itself yeah, yeah. <laughs> understanding that the stories in your head are just that they're yeah. stories right and you get to choose to change them at yeah. any time so that's a big part of your coaching then is helping guiding people to help them change their, their mindset and story, and story basically so that they can shift and thrive versus focusing on the issues or problems as the level they exist. Yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a little uh, mini email program that I've just um, created and I'm just waiting for the final on like all the automation is ready. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm very excited about that. It's going to be coming up very soon. Um, but in it, I talk about, you know, kind of these five elements of um, kind of reevaluating and deciding what your life is going to look like going forward. And the first step is mindset. And it's so, so, so important. I, I liken it to the it's, it's like the operating system on a computer, right? Whatever um, your mindset is, is going to determine whatever, um, you know, extra software you can pile up on top of that, right? Mm -hmm. If you have, if you try to install software that's not compatible with that operating system, that mindset, mm -hmm. then it's not going to work. Yeah, so oh, that's a really cool analogy. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, you have to tackle that, that mindset. <laughs> what, are, what are the beliefs that yeah. you have about yourself and the world and your situation? Yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah, I'm going to use that. Awesome. <laughs> is, this, is this program compatible with my brain right now <laughs> or my mindset? <laughs> Did I? Yeah. <laughs> so have you, have you had any challenges along the way just in your journey from your previous career to now? Like what have you been your main challenges and I guess how did you overcome them? Yeah. Well, when I first started in this um, life coaching journey, I thought I, I actually thought that I wanted to coach teens. Uh, because as a teen myself, I did not know what I wanted to do with my life. Like I picked a career because I needed to pick a career. But yeah. it's like, I oh my God, I better pick something. <laughs> yeah, I better pick something because like there's all these expectations that I'm going to go to university and I'm going to get a degree. And well, I guess I have to pick something in order to do that. 
So yeah. I, you know, I, I did pick something and I, I by no means regret it, but um, I just didn't really know how to choose what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And so originally, um, and I still bring this into my, my coaching practice with single parents because um, I think it's really important, but the original intention was to go, go through values, like help mm -hmm. people understand what their values are and allow those to be like a North star, a guiding light for them in the path ahead mm -hmm. so that they can make decisions, choices that were in alignment with what they, what, um, the beliefs that they hold most dear mm -hmm. in their, in their life, right. About how they yeah. want to live. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't really say that I know why <laughs> I, I, I switched, <laughs> but you know, and, and at times it has felt very like, um, Oh, I'm doing this and now I'm doing this and now I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it, you know, I have been, but you know, one of the things that I'm, that I'm realizing is that if you are not, uh, I'll, I'll label it failing because it wasn't something that I followed through with in the, you know, for a long period of time and, and I may still come back to it, but, um, like we have to be able to fail. At things we need to be able to try something and say oh that didn't work or oh, I, I don't know that that's really the path that I want to follow and allow ourselves to pivot <laughs> which is like yeah. the, word, the, the, the official word of 2020 pivot yeah <laughs> um, but you without know, dwelling on the negative of failure yeah, I think that's where a lot of people get actually, stuck. yeah yeah without beating yourself up and actually labeling it as a failure instead uh oh and i love and you know terry kerr um yeah i love how she says it's all just data right yeah, i tried something true. i tried something i got a bunch of data from it and based on the data i went mm, i don't think this is the path i'm gonna yeah. you know like let's pick one of these other like 60 paths that are in front of me <laughs> hey and that ties into the computer again so maybe if you look at yourself like a computer that you're just gathering data or data that mm -hmm. uh, that's for you to really utilize that information and make better choices versus, oh my gosh, I'm such a failure or I screwed up on that one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so it's been, you know, a little bit bumpy and there's times where I've been like, oh my God, what are, what are people going to think? Um, you know, the fact <laughs> that I went from this to this, to this, to this, you know, in such a short period of time. And, and yeah. at the end of the day, I have to trust that it, it doesn't really matter, you know? Well, yeah. And that's another bump that people come into is, yeah. What are people going to think? Oh, I've changed career so many times or this, that, and the other. And, you know, that can really be a stumbling block, I think, for a lot of people, whether you're single or whatever, you know, I mean, I know, um, I can relate to that a little bit, but I think it's quite common. Like if you, if you, if you have a hard time, like finding your path or finding your why or finding your, your purpose, you know, it's not always easy, but all those little bumps are there for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. You if on get, the right path. Yeah. If we get too focused on trying to do it right, 
right? Like we, we get stuck in that, you know, some people call it analysis paralysis, right? Where we're exploring these areas and we don't want to move forward until we're sure that it's going to work, until we're sure that it's the thing that we're meant to do, until we're, you know, that, that idea of, of doing it right. And there just is yeah. no doing it right. Like there's the perfectionism a perfectionism thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. From actually figuring it out. Yeah. So Big time. Yeah. yeah. Well, that sounds amazing. So you are, are you working with youth at all or just mainly adult single parents? That's your main just, focus now. Yeah. Yeah. So that was awesome that you figured that out along the way that, yes. okay. Yeah. No, this is really where my passion is. And so what was the kind of clincher for you that made you, you know, the light bulb go off? for that, like in terms of your ideal client that you want to focus on, which is single parents? Yeah, I think it was that, um, it, you know, part of it was a little bit self-serving. <laughs> you know, I love the idea of community. And um, I just thought, can I build a community, a supportive community with youth right now at this point in my life? And I just yeah. wasn't convinced that, that I, that I, that, that that was actually what I wanted to do. And what I really felt I wanted to do was be in community with um, parents who are in a similar situation to me, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just at a little earlier point in the journey where we could all exactly. support each other. Because one of the, and I get real fired up about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> because we, you know, we've created this society where all our families, we're all in these silos, right? And we pretend that we're all like these distinct units. And the reality is that like none of us does this alone. Not really. I mean, some of us try and it's really hard. And why would we do it the hard way when we can do it an easier way? And building community yeah. with people, whether they are in your local area or, you know, far, farther away and, and, have a um offer you more or offer each other more moral support as opposed to physical yeah. support um you know it's you can have both um we need both yeah yeah exactly and i think yeah i mean it makes sense to me like looking knowing you and looking in from the outside is that you are your ideal client maybe from a few years ago so it's, it's intimate knowledge that you already have inside you. You can relate to your single parent clients much more easily because you've been through it and you're, you, you're, you're still on the journey as well. So yeah, it makes total sense to me that, and, and then you can build a community of, you know, like-minded people that you can relate to and they can relate to you um, and trust you um, because you are and have been on the journey. So you can help them at whatever stage they're at where they're at kind of thing so that's yeah. awesome so if you were to give some advice to um you know perhaps somebody who's a new entrepreneur somebody who wants to who's have an existing business like how maybe they want to make a difference in the world like i mean would you have any advice to give them yes with regards to that okay <laughs> um the first thing the first it's great this was actually a question in a facebook group not that long ago oh, okay um, <laughs> And um, the, the thing that I would say that they need to figure out first is who do they want to help and how do they want to help them? 
Those are, yeah. those are so critical. It doesn't matter how much money you want to make. It doesn't matter like what you, um, you know, whatever aspirations you have for your business, you have to figure out who you want to help and how you want to help them and then go test that. Is right. that, well, is that actually idea, yeah. a need that those people have? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> is it something they want? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Be curious and explore and 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 talk to people. You know, don't don't try building something. Um, what we call is at the whiteboard, where you're just like you're designing something and you have it's all theory. You have no idea if there's a practical application. If people want what you have, um, you know, at some point you have to take it out into the world and talk to people and and ask them questions. Is this something that you think you need or that you want? How much would you be willing to pay for it? Those kinds mm -hmm. of questions, right? Right. Um, did you do that just in passing or did you have like a, a questionnaire you sent out or how did you do it? I did actual questions. Now I didn't do this when I opened my graphic design business because I just, um, I was like, this is what I do. I know people need it. Um, so I'm just gonna go yeah. do it. <laughs> there's, yeah, no exactly. of, there's no shortage of businesses needing graphic design work. Um, yeah. But but for my single parenting coaching, yes, absolutely. I went and um, did some research on it. And actually with the teen idea as well, even though I didn't follow yeah. through on that. Um, uh, yeah, I definitely did. And I continue to do interviews with single parents yeah. to find out what their challenges are. What do they want? What do they need? Um, yeah. You know, what are their dreams for the future? Like, it's all, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it makes sense for that. I mean, because there's, you know, there's some things that like photography, obviously everybody needs photography, you know, but like for what you're doing and similar kind of like stuff that's sort of um, maybe not so conventional in counseling. I don't know. I mean, I don't, but I think, yeah, for you, for something like that, where um, it, you know, I, I don't know if there's a lot of people out there doing what you're doing, like that are focused solely on, so that's important to really kind of get, talk to people and just find out kind of what, what their needs are so that's really great advice thank you yeah. yeah and even if you know that there's a need um talking to people gives you an opportunity to learn exactly what their problems are it gives you an opportunity to see exactly what they're like how do they describe their problems so that when you go out yeah. and you advertise market what you do you're using the language that resonates with them yeah no that makes sense especially in in these times too with the rise in, uh, you know, divorce and domestic abuse and all that kind of stuff, like due to COVID and just the challenges that we've had. So I think what you're doing is really, really important right now, especially. So I'm so happy for you and all the things. So, so from five years from now, um, do you have like, what are your dreams and aspirations for your business and your ultimate vision and, and how you want to make an impact? How much time do you have? Yeah. <laughs> In five words or no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, you know, I see this going beyond, and you actually talked about this a little bit earlier. I'm an avid mountain biker and I actually see uh, mountain biking having a transformative impact on, on particularly on women's lives. Uh, maybe not as much on men, but um, for women mm -hmm. and like I was part of, there's a local mountain bike club here called the Dirty Girls Bike Club. And I was quite active in it for a number of years. And I actually developed the first beginner mountain biking course that the club offered. 
Mm -hmm. And, and the cool thing that I got out of that was a whole pile of new friends because I taught, you know, I taught all of these women how to ride. Um, and, and there were other people that taught with me. Um, but, but, you know, I taught these women how to ride and then they became my riding partners and they became my friends, um, which was so amazing. But I, I got to see people change dramatically from when they first started, some of them being super nervous on the trail, um, yeah. not feeling confident on their bike in their, like their bike on, or their body on their bike and all of this stuff. And like, you know, a year later, they're bombing down rock faces and yeah. <laughs> hucking, hucking um, uh, drops and things. So, you know, it, and, and that may seem superficial, but they had to become the person who had the confidence to do yeah. those things, right? Exactly, yeah. And that so, can't help but trans or uh, translate or, or um, influence uh, their lives in general, absolutely. like in other areas. So, yeah, that's amazing. So I see so myself combining like the life coaching and the mountain biking, um, which would just be like my ultimate job ever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds exciting. And um, I know that's something that's kind of somewhat in the works. I mean, that's in your brain right now, which is and it's going to be realized at some point. Yep, <laughs> so is. that's pretty exciting. So is there anything, um, you know, I mean, that may not be in your immediate future, but is there anything coming up? Um, or any other projects? Or what's next for you? Yeah, there's a couple of things that I'm actually working on that should be released fairly soon. The one was the the, the small email course so that people right. can kind of get in. You know, anyone who hasn't been introduced to personal development, personal growth stuff yet, yeah. um, this can be like they can like dip their toe in the water uh, and, and get a sense of what that's like. And then the other thing is I actually want to now in, in business, we have mastermind circles. We're very familiar with mastermind circles. And what I want to do is create something or what I am doing, I shouldn't say what I want to do, what I am doing, <laughs> um, is creating something similar for single parents. So right. That we, and that kind of comes back to that community, right? Where people come together and support each other in a very practical way, talking about the issue, the challenges that we're facing and having, you know, input from others who understand what you're going through, right? Because mm -hmm. as much as our families love us to bits, if they have never been a single parent, they do not understand our challenges. Yeah, right? it's very something hard. That, yeah. yeah, something that is a single person or a married person is just kind of not a big deal. For a single parent, it can be like, Oh my God, like that's just going to take so much time, you know, or we, we just don't, we, we're so tired that we just don't have the mental energy for something, right? Um, it can yeah. be something as simple as like planning the meals for the week. I mm -hmm. talked to one woman who she was like, her, she was talking to a friend of hers and the, and the friend said, oh, well that just takes 10 minutes. And she was like, no, you don't understand. That doesn't take <laughs> 10 minutes for me. Yeah. Yeah. We're all yeah. different in our, you know, just the way we do things and yeah. timing and all that. So yeah, it's, yeah. that's great. Yeah. That you've got to, you're going to build a community that you're going to be able to just feel safe and talking about like whatever it is, no matter what it is. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, that you can bring your challenges and and actually get real solutions from other people who understand what you're and, and it won't be I, and I have to make this distinction. It's not <laughs> going to be like a bring your problem and drone on about it for 10 months or 10, 10 minutes. Um, and then maybe you'll get a few tips in here. Like we have very it's very strict for yeah. um, you need to be very concise about what your actual challenge is. And then, you know, you ask a question and then you get feedback on that so that it's, it keeps it very positive and mm -hmm. forward facing as opposed right. to like navel gazing, um, you know, feeling <laughs> sorry for ourselves because that's, that's not helpful. Yeah. Again, and it's not a pity party. It's focusing on the solutions and getting real, like, you know, empathetic, practical advice from people who know and understand so that's that's awesome so is that going to be um rolling out soon or yes when do you see that coming yeah <laughs> i don't have a timeline <laughs> yet i'm actually working with with another um uh with another person on on the timing but i'm yeah i'm hoping for june yeah oh sweet. well that's is, coming up which soon. i know starts tomorrow but it will be it will be i want it to be in june that's my that's yeah, my answer. yeah that's my, that's the intention that I'm setting. Awesome. That's great. Okay. Well, I'm going to put all your information in the, the notes so that people can go to your website and you have a Facebook group as well. Um, you're also the co-author with me in the Pursuit 365 book. So I'll put a link there too, and they can read your story in there. Um, so now I just want to chat with you a little bit about, um, you know, your, we did a photo shoot together. Actually, we've done a couple of photo shoots together. Um, so I just wanted you to speak a little bit to your, um, your experience, um, you know, how you felt before and during and after your photo shoot. Um, yeah, what was your kind of experience in that? <laughs> ah, well, I, I never had professional photos done before. So it was a total foreign experience to me. I was, I, you know, I came in and I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. And you, know, <laughs> you did such a great job of making me feel really, really comfortable. I, you know, I got, I picked out a bunch of clothes and you worked with me to pick the exact outfits that I was going to wear and really helped me with the posing. And so I, I felt really comfortable right off yeah. the bat. And okay. there were almost, I had a tough time deciding which photos. <laughs> That's a common complaint. I'm trying to get better at uh, not shooting so much, but yeah. <laughs> no, like it, it's not a bad problem to have, but yeah, it was really tough. It was like, oh man, like how do I choose which, you know, which are the, the, the photos that I really want? So um but like i said that's that's not a bad problem to have <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and i know we met through networking and stuff but was there anything in particular that like i mean because i know there's other photographers in the group and other people you might have known was there anything that you liked kind of in particular about my work or what drew you to it in the first place yeah I or was it me was it my lovely personality <laughs> well it was partly your lovely personality because you were delightful um <laughs> But also, you know, it was the fact that you'd, A, you'd been shooting for a really long time. Um, and I'd, I'd seen your body of work and I was really, I really liked the more, um, I guess you could call it journalistic style, that it was mm -hmm. more, not so much about like posing with headshots, although I did get a few of those. Um, yeah. Because you got to have one of those for business. 
but um, that there would be ones where it was like um, me and my natural habitat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, were, yeah. Right? And those, to be honest, are my favorite. I love the biking, the outdoor ones we did. Those were so much fun. And yeah, you were having a blast at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite photo was the biking photo that we did through the big giant puddle. Yeah, um, that was awesome. You know, yeah, it was so fun. And it was just like, it was a great time of year that we did it because that puddle is only there for like, and it's deep, like just for anybody watching it, yeah. it's, it's like really deep. Like as I went through it, I got completely soaked. Yeah, but we got um, the shot. So that's the main but thing. But we got the shot, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and no, that's that actually was the awesome. That, yeah, that's actually the photo that I used in um, the pursuit book. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad you picked that one. <laughs> so that's awesome. So, I mean, I know like it's kind of a give, like to me, it's a given that people need photos, but was there, is there um, a tip? Like what's the number one tip you would give to a fellow entrepreneur um, that might encourage them to get their photos done? Like I'm talking more personal branding, lifestyle stuff that we're, yeah. that we've done. I mean, and, and, you know, how, how, how do you think it's going to benefit them if you were to yeah. kind of, well, one, I think having a professional photo just, um, you know, it gives you a little bit of extra confidence. Like when someone asks for your headshot and you have a proper professional headshot to send them um, where you look your best, man, that feels good. I have no problem sending yeah. <laughs> any of the headshots that we did off to somebody. And I feel like I can pick anyone and, um, you know, feel really, really confident about what I'm sending them. Right. Um, yeah. So, and then let's see, the other part would be, I had another one. Re remind me of the question, <laughs> the oh, ROI like, of having it. Yeah. Like, I mean, what would you, if you were to, you know, tell somebody you really need to get some branding photos, like why, like, what would you say? Yeah, if they're well, like, I mean, you know, I don't understand why I need a headshot or I don't know. I've had that. I've, I've had people tell me that before. Right. And I'm right. Like, well, and okay, where should I start? It's important <laughs> to distinguish between a headshot and, and branding photos, right? That's right. Um, you know, a headshot is a nice, pretty picture of you, and that's great. Um, and then branding photos really gives people a sense of who you are. Um, so, you know, you're, you're choosing clothes, you're choosing a pose, you're choosing an environment that really represents, um, at least part of your personality, like, uh, like the mountain biking photo, that's not all of my personality, but exactly. it's a big yeah. part of it. Yeah. Right? Um, and so with, with, you know, especially if you get a collection, you have an opportunity to show these varied aspects of your personality because none of us is two dimensional right? You're not exactly. Just, yeah. Yeah. You're not just a business owner. You are also, well, okay. Let's take my, I'll take my example. Um, <laughs> um, I am not just a business owner. I'm not just a life coach. I am, you know, I am someone who worked for our military for 14 years. Um, I have extensive experience there. I am a mom. Um, I am, I am an athlete. Yeah. <laughs> <Actually>. <laughs> I actually, because I never looked at myself as an athlete, and I actually did a um, a race a number of years ago, and at the end of it, I wrote a declaration that I am an athlete in a blog yeah. post um, because I think it's important that we acknowledge all of these different parts of ourselves and and share them with people because when they get to see the many facets of who we are, 
like that's all yeah. you become a whole real person to them even even though they've only ever seen you in social media or they've only ever seen your website you become uh there there's a depth that grows for them yeah so exactly yeah, yeah. and now with um you know us being on social media a lot on video on zoom um there's so many ways I mean, and there is a place for selfies, but it's having the opportunity to continually share the many facets of your life and your personality um, through like all these different avenues, you know, professional, personal branding, shoots, uh, photos, videos. Um, and, you know, when you're out and about, you know, your stories and selfies and they all kind of have a place. So I think it's really, it's really um, exciting. So I'm really enjoying this 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 um <laughs> the world we live in i mean minus the covid but you know <laughs> it's really kind of making it so much easier for us to really like know and trust the people we want to work with and yes. and be friends with and have relationships with so and that's the beauty of what i do um you know i mean i'd love to keep the clients i work with because we can build on what we did before and the next year we can we can create a whole other a collection of images that show the uh, you know more facets of you and your business and how it's growing and evolving and um, we'll chat about that later but <laughs> um, yeah no it's super exciting so yeah thanks for sharing that and um, I know that your photos are still serving you well and um, but there will be a time you're gonna you know hey I'm ready I'm kind of a different a new stage and you know you've grown in your business and there's going to be, you know, other areas that you're going to want to share um, in, of, of your life and business and personality and all that kind of stuff. So it's quite, it's yeah. quite exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, one of the tricky things that I had was trying to figure out, um, you know, do I want to have photos with my son or not for my business? And I ended up electing not to. I don't know if I'll change that in the future. It will really kind of depend on him too. Um, yeah. That's always, that. that's a tough one, like, Am I showing up as a parent if none of the photos have my child in them? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Well, there's ways to do it if you don't want to show his identity, but there's ways of showing him in a way that doesn't show him, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, if, if that's a concern. But I think, I mean, I think it would be good because, you know, you're showing, you know, your life as a mom, that aspect of you, that's very important, you know, as a single parent coach. Yeah, so, plus my kid's like yeah. super cute. Yeah, he is. I was just looking at a picture of him today. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's really, um, I could see his little face changing as he's growing up. He's yeah, so it's cute. trippy. It's so trippy. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Carmel. I'm so glad we finally got to have you on the show and for sharing everything. And I think it was perfect timing just because now you've, you've been able to share all your dreams, your ultimate vision for your transformational programs and your upcoming um, uh, email challenge or what did you call it? Uh, your, it's not a challenge. It's just a, a mini email course. It's, it's an email course. Yeah. yeah. And everything that you've got going on. So um, yeah, like I said, I'm going to include all your uh, website information so people can get in touch with you and learn more about what you do. And yeah, thank you so much. I'm excited for you. Thank you. And, and thanks for having me on here. This was really fun. I get to <laughs> chat with my friend. And <laughs> exactly. I know it's so funny. I was just telling somebody the other day, 
most of my clients are for, are my friends. Like just it just happens automatically, I think. So yeah. that's a good thing. <laughs> it is. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. All right. Well, I will talk to you soon. And thanks for everybody for watching and have a great day. Linda, Linda Mackey Creative and the Eloquent Entrepreneur. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Eloquent Entrepreneur Conversations with Everyday Changemakers and that you're feeling supercharged and inspired to make your positive impact in the world. Because one thing I know for sure is that together we can create a lasting legacy and ignite others to do the same. To learn more about The Eloquent Entrepreneur and more, visit my website at lindamackey.ca. Bye for now.